Hello and welcome to the pilot episode of Squadcast. Today I will be discussing joining the TA as an ex-soldier at the age of 40 plus. I'm joined by my special guest and long-standing colleague who has served 12 years in the infantry and completed multiple operational tours. I'm pleased to introduce Dave Owen. Hi Dave and welcome to our first show. Hey Dave, uh, how you doing mate? Thanks for having me on. Very good, thank you mate. Thank you for coming on. No, it's, uh, it's, it's great to be able to have a chat about it and because um, I know you're, you're doing a similar thing and uh, we can discuss all of our uh, trials and tribulations on uh, rejoining at the ripe age of, well, the wrong side of 40, shall we say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I must admit, I mean, the first thing I've, I've realised, I've noticed is um, uh, the flippancy with which I've been, I've been approaching this in terms of the physical training. Yeah. I, I don't know about you. When I first joined being 16, I was as cocky as a normal 16-year-old. And I, I had no idea of the levels of fitness that were going to be required of me. Yeah. And so I kind of went in with a basic BFT time, basic BFT fitness, which for those of you who don't know is a mile and a half in uh, in, in 12 minutes and then a second mile and a half best effort with inside uh, 10 and a half minutes. Um, I, when I joined, it was... I was about that. I was doing sort of 10, 10 20 BFTs and we walk through the army front doors. Um, by the end of my career, I was, you know, you know, nine minutes was a, was a, was a mean average for BFT time. Um, I don't know about you, Dave, what was your, what was your levels? Yeah, very, very similar, mate. Um, like you say, at 16, I'm, I'm very cocky and just assumed that my base level fitness was going to be uh, acceptable. And it wasn't until I'd done uh, the, it's a two-day um, assessment prior to going into the infantry um, down at Purbright. Uh, you have to run a BFT. And I clocked a very poor, I think it was seven, it was 10-something. And I remember thinking, oh, this is, this is quite bad. And it wasn't until then that I bucked my ideas up and really tried to work on my, my fitness. Uh, whereas now I'm just, <laughs> just, just hoping to complete it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just get round and then uh if i don't have to get on the jack wagon on a bft that's a that's a that's a bonus <laughs> no i think um i think certainly uh back in the day a, a, a good nine sub nine was was expected and um if if you stayed sub nine then i'd normally keep the sergeant major off your back wouldn't it yeah. Um, anything above that, then you've got to ask yourself questions and and get yourself uh, doing some PT. But then also we had almost like two strains of fitness. I don't know if it was the same. That was considered like trainer fit. And if you were trainer fit, you could run a BFT in seven and a half minutes, but you couldn't tab for shit. Then um, tabbing was very much uh, that for those who don't know, that's technical advanced to battle. That's when you've got the, the Bergen on your back and a lot of heavy weight. If you were Bergen fit or Tab fit, then um, that was often seen as more of a priority. And certainly towards the latter part of my, my being in, um, they brought in the the, the, the 12 miler tests and things like that, the, the combat infantryman's test. Um, the basic CFT was eight miles, and then you had one over two days, which was 12 miles on day one with, I think it was uh, 60 pounds a kit, and then, 12 miles on day two with 44 pounds of kit so the scenario was you'd tab there you'd expended your ammo and then you'd tab back so that was more or seen more as a fitness indicator than the actual bft and the bft would be run uh, once a year 
with those um, combat fitness tests maybe three or four times a year to give a better indication of where we were. Was that the same with you, Dave? Uh, very similar sort of thing, yeah. I mean, obviously, being artillery, I, ideally, you wanted upper body strength, but for mm. some reason, my guys were more interested in in the ability to to, to run around. Um, <laughs> I'm guessing, I'm guessing they, they didn't have much confidence in the armour of the air sign. Yeah. I don't know what the reason behind that was. Uh, but, yeah, the same, same thing. I mean, you had guys that in, in a pair of trainers, they were they were whippets, but as soon as you put boots on them and weight, yeah. you know, they were just... Yeah, they, they they were nowhere near the the super fit guys that, that you thought they were. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, personally, I found going in, obviously being young, I had the advantage that I got fit quick. I was, I was sixteen, you know, just knocking the door at seventeen, like you. Sure. Um, and I got fit quick. It really didn't take take long at all. And by the time I'd got to my regiment, I was fit as a flea on a butcher's dog, <laughs> running both trainers and boots. But I was never never the whip it. I was never the super fast guy. Um, yeah, but I could keep going for, for, for ages. But the, the thing that I've noticed mostly with starting training now as a 40-plus-year-old is the uh, – you, you mentioned it the other day when we were having a conversation, the base-level fitness, yeah. um, how, how long that lasts for. In my mind, I'm still – my body's still 20. <laughs> um, you know, you, so you, we'd go on leave, go on annual leave for a couple of weeks. You'd come back, you'd be drinking and doing no fitness. You'd come back, and the first couple of runs, you'd be really sluggish. Yep. Um, you know, by the third run, you were back to back to your old level, pretty much. Um, and my psyche, my mentality is like, well, that'll be the case this time round. Forgetting I'm an old fat man who smokes. <laughs> <laughs> I found the the training that I did when I first looked into applying for the for the um, for the TA. Um, uh, I, I haven't trained because of the coronavirus and laziness. Um, six to eight weeks, and I, I started went for a run yesterday. And all of that base level fitness, uh, as, as minuscule as it was, all of that has gone yeah. completely really gone. I'm back to square one, uh, which is a bit of a shock to the system. Not unsurprising, sure. You know, it, logically that was always going to be the case, but my ego was like, ah, I know I'm still quite a fit guy <laughs> when it really comes to it. And I'm really, I'm really. <laughs> what about recovery, Dave? Are you worried about? Um... Like you mentioned being 16, 17 years old, you pick up an injury, there's a very good chance that you have a have the weekend without doing any serious fears or anything like that, and you're recovered by Monday. Whereas whereas now, it takes me half an hour to get out of bed sometimes. And um, <laughs> that's, that's my main, I think that's my main concern, is picking up a, a, just a mild injury um, in, mm-hmm. in the early stages, which then just doesn't recover because whether we like it or not, mate, our recovery is going to be a lot slower now. Does that concern you at all? Yeah, but it's all, it's a, it's a two-sided thing I found for me. When I first started training for the, for the second go at joining up, well, the TA, I, um, I, I did find myself after a couple of runs, I found myself really tired quickly. My body wasn't recovering anywhere near as fast. Mm. And I was like, okay. And then so with, knowing that I needed to watch out for the injury side of things, I wouldn't, I'd have a day off. I'd think I totally justified in my head. I was like, no, no, it's fine. I, I won't run today. I need the recovery time. And that slipped into laziness so, so easy. Yeah. You know, uh, I know we've got the coronavirus in a minute and we knew that would be a huge period where the our recruitment process would, would, would ground to a halt. 
Um, but yeah, it took no time at all for my motivation to, to kind of disappear. Yeah. Uh, and as a result of that, my fitness has just completely disappeared. All my, yeah. So yeah, it's it, the physical side to it and the mental side to it aren't quite in alignment for me. Sure. Um, but I'm, I'm sure the next time I open my email and say, guess what? You got your 24 selection. <laughs> I'm guessing my motivation's going to spike. <laughs> yeah. Be forced <laughs> rapidly into doing some PT. Yeah. yeah. yeah which, in answer to your question, you know, that risks the injury. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. You know, it is. It's, it's constantly in the back of my mind. What about you? Uh, yeah, that's. I think that's my main concern. If I'm honest, is um, is the recovery factor, um, which I, I know we we spoke briefly about it the other day, where you can go away, uh, just say for instance on a weekend, and absolutely hammer yourself, and then you've got the week to recover, and hopefully that that will be enough. But it's just those little niggly things where, as a as a teenager, you can almost run through them. I was I was doing a run this morning and. Uh, I just my Achilles tendon was so tight, and <laughs> I thought, "Oh, I'll keep running through it." And I ran through it for maybe ten paces, and then, and then I thought, "I better not push it any further." <laughs> and I walked home. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I don't know if um, if if I've got the metal. That I've, you see, the other the other really really worrying factor is is I don't I don't want to embarrass myself now. I, if you're like me, Dave, you keep thinking to yourself, oh, it's, only the, it's only the TA. And uh, when we were regulars, whether we like it or not, we we did used to look down upon the TA. And, I, you know, I regret it now because, you know, I think it takes a, a hell of a lot of motivation to do your full-time job and then go and do that as well. But needless yeah. to say, they just didn't have the same level of training as what we had. And so that was pretty much why. It wasn't them as an individual. It was just... You know, almost snobbery. That's an organisation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I think um, now, I, now I'm about to <laughs> embark on that journey, and I think, so what if I can't do it? Then is that going <laughs> to really screw with my head? And is that going to say to me, you know, Jesus Christ, you, you're a lot older and feeble, more feeble than you imagined? But um, at the same time, I mean, so what? What's your main driving factor what, what's the motivation behind it Dave for you um well if you ask my wife I'm sure she'd say it's, a, it's another <laughs> step on the middle crisis ladder <laughs> yeah agreed <laughs> <laughs> no, but, yeah but it's twofold for me I obviously I, I quite fancy getting involved and doing it and obviously you know we've got other other things in the pipeline it, it does lend a hand towards that mm. Um, there's the financial aspect, obviously. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm skint with doing the self-employed the way I'm working now. I think it's a real good way just to top up with a couple of quid. Yeah. Um, something occurred to me recently. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love my wife to bits. I love her to bits. <laughs> Where's this going? I'm in the house. With, I'm in the house with a little girl. I'm in the house constantly with my wife now. And I've got the in-laws living next mm. door. Uh, it dawned on me the other day. I. F- Fucking miss male company. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, of <laughs> course. Yeah, you know, my wife, my wife, she's got a cracking sense of humour. She's, you know, she's brilliant. I love him to bits. Um, we, yeah, her her humour and my humour are aligned quite nicely. But there is also the the sex factor. It's the females find certain things funny that we don't, and mm. vice versa. Um, you know, we we do converge in our humour, but there are different starting points. Um, and yeah, it's it, 
purely down to the male sense of humor side of things. You know, you've got the squad humor. We've always worked in a, as ex-soldiers, we've worked in a um, in an environment full of ex-soldiers, um, and therefore the the, the banter, that squad humor level has always been yeah. there. You know, I find myself now, as you say, early forties. I'm at home all the time, and I've got no men to talk to. Not only that, I've got no similar mentality people to bounce off with the humor and the the the, the joking the the fun yeah. side of it um uh, so i'm guessing there's a that's a large part of it for me that i'm, I'm missing that whether or not i'm going to find that in the ta i haven't got a clue yeah. whether or not you know i i, I don't know is it going to be full of bank clerks and 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 playstation weekend warriors <laughs> Thinking then, you know, we used to work with a guy who used to do paintball. Yes, you know, this guy claimed to be a sniper. When he was actually pressed on it on Dombey Snipers course, when he was actually pressed on it, what 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 range he was qualified up to? He claimed thirty meters. <laughs> How can I? I need to leave the room. You know, whether we're going to be confronted with people not, like that, genuinely looking at you saying, "Yeah, yeah I'm a fucking sniper. I'm, like a I'm not doing it. I'm taking my application yeah. out." <laughs> <laughs> or is that just the? Uh, is that just the kind of the old way that we used to look at the TA? Is it the snobbery, as you said? We don't forget we yeah. were kids. We, we thought we were. We thought we were men. We thought we knew exactly what it was all about. We didn't have a clue. We yeah. were kids. Um, and I still have that attitude towards the TA because I haven't readdressed it since I was, I don't know, yeah. 20. Yeah, I totally agree. Do you, do you think that um, if, you could, if you could go back in time now uh, to when you was actually serving, do, w- would you have still got out at the same point, mate? And would you have a different view of the ta now or or uh, what would you have done that differently because like what everything you just said there you know is exactly the same with me just missing that that group of blokes so you could really have a good laugh with and you know that they got your back um but then equally will we get that out of one one evening a week um one weekend a month whatever it may be are we going to have that same cohesion as we did? What well, we're only remembering the glory days as well, and yeah. Uh, that yeah. that also plays quite heavily on my mind. So I just wondered if you felt uh, if if you would have changed it, would would you view the TA differently as a young man now? Do you think? I it's a very very difficult mm. question. I guess there's two questions in there. One being, would I have left in the first place? Would I have held on for longer? I, I don't know. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, would I view the TA differently? Probably not, because I would have only experienced the TA a few times. The, the 100 Regiment Royal Artillery, they were the local um, TA unit, artillery TA unit, and every now and again they'd get attached to us for a week uh, on exercise. And these guys were... Absolute donkeys. <laughs> Absolute donkeys. You couldn't afford to put them on stag because everyone would get a full <laughs> night's sleep. You, know I mean? you put them on you put them on at one o'clock, then everyone would wake up at half past five going, Ooh, what's going on? <laughs> you know, because the bloke had fallen asleep in the night and then woke the next guy up. But you know, every single time we had these guys attached to us, set up a cam net, you bring a gun into action, you just make the TA guys stand at the yeah. back because you know, they they just didn't have the yeah. spark. Whether they, they collectively they knew that, whether before they went, they said, look, just 
act like a biff and they'll leave you alone. You won't have to do anything and you get paid for a week's <laughs> worth of work. I, I don't know what the rules are, but yeah, I mean, to a man, they were absolute donkeys. Um, then, obviously, the social side of it, that because they were donkeys and because we were ostracizing them because they weren't able to do the work, then when it comes to the downtime when you were chatting to them, they, that, that, us and them factor was so so yeah. so vast they wouldn't risk interacting with us and we yeah. didn't bother um but, and then you got to add the fact that we were young cocky ooh, a bunch of stabs what do they know you know there was no risk no respect there because they hadn't shown us anything to respect yeah. before um, yeah so we yeah. were exactly the same i think i mentioned to you before one of the last things i'd done when i was in the battalion was uh, we we trained um the the ta battalion of of the my regiment to um to go to iraq and it was two weeks in otterburn and at the end of those two weeks you could see that the the core element of them being soldiers was actually there it's just because they they hadn't had enough continuous training so just turning up on like i say a wednesday evening and a weekend of course they're not going to be as proficient as the regular soldiers they're they're literally just dipping their toe. But as soon as we had them for any amount of time, they they you could see that they were one half decent soldiers and two good blokes. But before that, on day one, we were like this is stupid stabs. <laughs> you know, no, nobody wanted to <laughs> mix with them in the cookhouse, or nobody wanted to brew up with these guys or anything like that. And then all of a sudden, at mm. the end, when you're getting to know these people, and they they become more on your wavelength as well because they're all of you know how soldiers have their own language don't they and uh at the end of the two weeks with these guys they were developing that and everybody was was mixing in well and you could see that the mechanics were certainly there and i guess this this comes down to to me being a snob where i'm thinking i don't want to be viewed upon by the regulars as one an old bastard which is kind of that <laughs> ship has sailed but um i don't want to be viewed upon as being uh, a, a stupid stab you know and that's what they're gonna think and no matter mm-hmm. how hard you try and lose that handle you're not going to be oh go, not going to be able no. to and this this uh but that's just my own um insecurities popping up and and just judging others by what I would think if I was a young man again. But I, I... So to, to further that, Dave, so where, how do you see it with, um, so obviously but neither of us want to, neither of us want to biff it, <laughs> neither of us want to turn up with, with the old men. You've got 18 year olds yeah. that are fit. Yeah. fit. Uh, so the problem is obviously being an ex-reg, you're going to have a bunch of TA guys uh, looking at you thinking, well, this guy better be a cut above mm. the rest. Um, and physically, when you first turn up, between between now and however long it takes me to get decent level of fitness, what I would regard as be a decent level of fitness for, for a military position, um, I'm not going to be there. And they're going to look at me and think, well, this piece is a bit of a, <laughs> a, a because he should be a bit better. But in terms of the fitness side, it's going to be nowhere near at this time. Is that is that a big factor as well for you? Is that I don't I'm questioning whether I'm going to do this because I don't want to be seen as anything but. Yeah. Bloody yeah, good I'll, I'll make what a thousand percent, and because I again, so when when I was um when I was back in the battalion, and I've thought about this a lot, 
a long, long time ago. If you have a reputation for being a half-decent soldier, if you went away on any external courses or anything like that, then you would kind of uh, put pressure on yourself, um, thinking that you had you had to be in the top X percent um, because when you came back, you had this reputation of being a, a, a good soldier to uphold. And if you, if for whatever reason you wasn't achieving those high standards, then it would eat away. Certainly, at myself, it, it, I would think, "Shit, I'm not doing very well here." When really you were still on for a pass or, or a decent pass, but because it wasn't the, your own high expectations, you would self-assess and then beat yourself up. And so. Mm-hmm exactly what you were saying there about you do think that the rest of the guys who you're going through uh, basic training with are going to be looking at you thinking, you know, this guy, there, he's uh, 11 years or 12 years, whatever it was, and uh, been on operations. And <laughs> they're going to think, oh, you should know better than that. And that, <laughs> and those those stupid little mistakes, what do happen when you're, when you're, you're tired, hungry, and all that other stuff, where I don't know, you might just have a bad day or whatever. Are they going to look at you and think you're, you're fucking shit, mate? And uh, <laughs> if if that is the case, am I now old enough and mature enough to just shrug it off and think, yeah, well, you know, it, it's shit today, but it, it happens. I like to think yeah. I, I like to think I can think like that now. I, 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 do you think along the same lines? Yeah, yeah. So one of the things I've been thinking is. Um, when I first joined up, same as you, I was one of the youngest guys to go through. Uh, I was in the cadets before I joined. And I was told when I joined up as a young man, just keep your head down. Just be the grey man. You know, if you aren't fit enough throughout your basic training to, to, to do well, do well. You know, do as best as you can. Mm. Essentially, don't be gobbing off. Just keep your head down. Stay quiet. Stay out of the way. La, 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 until you find your feet. Until you know where you're at. Um, yep. And because... Because of my age, all throughout everything that I did, I was generally the youngest guy uh, doing doing anything. And so I, t- so I took that mentality with me. Whereas the flip side to it is now is I'm probably going to be the oldest guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be a group presumably with my same mentality of, you know, make sure you're not last over the line by certainly any means. But, yeah. you know, just stay in the centre of the pack and get done what you need to get done don't be gobbing off don't be doing anything flashy just get it done do it well and, and be, be done with it yeah um so yeah i mean that's a mentality i suppose i have to get rid of if, if i'm going to make any any go at this because i am going to be on a pedestal whereas yeah the other the you know the, the rest of the guys are going to be looking at you as a as an ex-reg and expecting what we're talking about they're going to be expecting you to be a, a cut above or at least somewhere somewhere around that and unfortunately yeah my motivation and don't forget as well Dave you're saying about have you have you got it in you to be doing this you're still doing 60 hour weeks you've been doing 60 hour weeks since you left the army you know it's and that has gotten harder the older you've got talking about physical recovery yeah you know we're both finding now that 60 hour weeks used to didn't bother us we used to do 72 hour weeks <laughs> and, and come with it sometimes you know would do um, two weeks straight, have a day off, and then do another two weeks straight, uh, twelve hour days plus travel, which was fine when we were twenty. But now, yeah, nah, not 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 so much. Um, yeah, I agree. And, yeah, so doing your daily job, doing your daily week work, and then doing this on top, it is going to be harder. It's going to take its its toll. But it's whether or not we have the right mental attitude 
and we're enjoying it enough. I think that that also has to be a factor, doesn't it? Because now, we're, you know, back then, once we'd committed and we'd signed up and we were in, was in the wheel, then you had to keep going. There was no ifs, buts, or maybes. I don't want to do that. I, I can't be bothered today. See here, when it comes to a Friday night. And we've had a busy week and we're a little bit tired and we know we've got to go and get on the bus to go to Brecon the next day or wherever it may be. <laughs> but we've got the choice where we can actually say, nah, I don't fancy that. <laughs> you know, how many times out of 10 am I going to say, yeah, I'm well up for that? I, I don't know. That's the truth. Because uh, it does. I, I have trouble sometimes making a cup of tea after work. Let alone do a circuit or getting beasted or lacing your boots up in the dead of winter looking outside. <laughs> yeah, I, it's a it's a worry, mate. But equally, I mean, I'd be in. I'd be really interested to to see what the level is of 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 other guys going through. Um, I, on something what we haven't actually um I haven't had a chance to speak to you about, mate, is on Tuesday I've I've actually got a um an induction. Uh, oh, wow. next tuesday in um in clapham or wandsworth okay. uh it's only for an hour so it's, it's just, i think it's just a, a to say what to expect but um it'd be interesting to see with the sort of caliber of the other people who are there and whether whether i still have the same uh the same confidence that i'm not going to just be that private pile at the back because mm. if you think back to basic training, mate, there was that guy who was a decent guy, but he was mm. just no no good at fitness. He was just a knacker, and uh, and as a result of it, the platoon staff or the or, or the troop staff used to used to give him hell, and and as a result, his confidence then suffered, and then everything else snowballed. Um, so, uh, like you said earlier about just being in the middle of the pack, being the grey man, that's all I intend on doing. But what if what if Dave, we can't do that? <laughs> What, what if we're not fit enough to be in the middle of the pack and we're and we're we're literally dragging our asses at the back and you got you got your your 23 year old full screw grabbing hold of your chin strap pulling you along <laughs> how's that gonna go now <laughs> it's a worry isn't it? yeah, to be honest I mean, no, if, if it turns out that my fitness uh, when it happens will be at that level and I will be that guy that's going to shake me to my foundation yes. it's going to probably rock me yeah no you, you also mentioned like the whole midlife crisis thing and that is that's definitely me right now because I'm I'm thinking there was a few stones I left unturned and I want to almost make up for that now but at the same time Oh, Dave, I don't, I don't know if I'd be able to come out the other side <laughs> if if I fail if I fail yeah. a CFT or something like that. Because, we, like I said, we in in our heads we still think we're that twenty year old bloke who can go out on the piss until four in the morning, and then do a CFT at five in the morning. Um, whereas in reality, it takes me four days to get over a night out, and. <laughs> and I, I, oh, yeah, it's a worry, mate. It's a worry. Well, I think in terms of the actual set curriculum, things like CFTs and BFTs, we we know when we go in, we'll be at the base level to be able to uh, uh, to pass sure. those. It's the other things. It's you know when say you go for a, a squad run, for example. Yep. 
you know, I mean, that there's it's not a set parameter. Then you're not doing it to, you know, a mile and a half in ten and a half minutes. That sort of thing. It's just a free for all, isn't it? You're gonna. I, in my case, I've got Brecken up there. I'm thinking, what happens if they, they get us over there just for a training exercise? There isn't not doing a CFT. We're just going for a run up the hills, and it turns out everyone's fitness level is way above that of a CFT, yeah. and therefore the pace is going to be that of a CFT. And I've only trained <laughs> to be at CFT level. That's when I'm going to look like a knacker, and that's when it's going to yeah. That's my worry that I I end up the the Dover pile. <laughs> you know, you you climb equipment like old women. <laughs> 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 oh dear. <laughs> uh, so yeah, those nights out where you've you've slept in the field or whatever, uh, or you know you've been on stag, you're, you're tired, and then you've you've got to get up, and there's a cold winter's day, and then the first thing you're presented with is a, a five miler. They're the days what's going to be a real struggle, and and I'm, I'm most concerned about. But at the same time, I'm almost excited as well because whether we acknowledge it or not if anybody is listening to this civvy life is incredibly boring and it will be really good to have something significant happen in each year that you can say you've done or you've achieved like the last thing you and i done dave was the three peaks weren't it mate Mm -hmm. and and that i often refer back to that as the the last real joy i had in life (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's sad isn't yeah. it? Um, I mean, the three the three peaks thing had everything in it, it had this, this humor. literally from the word go getting in the car yes. with Dan you know the whole thing uh, and whilst everyone's nerves were starting to fray and everyone was getting proper tunnel nobody actually fell out it, no one started getting grumpy with each other that was it was physically hard it was physically hard deciding to do it in bloody January <laughs> uh, in it was a physically hard thing yeah. to do um, but as you've always said, you know, the best time in your army career was, you know, you had the, that group of guys around you and everything was just brilliant. It was great fun. The three peaks for me was a, a similar sort of thing as that, but in yeah. city you know, I, I look back on that really fondly. And I know it was hard. And, you know, I know coming down <laughs> Scaffold Pike. We, we... <laughs> Uh, uh, that will live with me to the day I die, as will be whizzing past you on the newest of your Oh yeah, if we could just address that quickly, that was that was hilarious. Probably the single funniest thing I've seen in the last twenty years because uh, we were we were told by a squaddy actually, weren't he, Dave? Um, when we was mm. down at the base camp of Ben Nevis um, that we were stupid for going up without crampons. But we'd bought these crampons from Sports Direct. <laughs> or they, they weren't even crampons, were they? They were just like rubber things which went over your shoes with metal studs in the bottom. And they cost like three quid. And we thought we were super switched on. Um, but <laughs> we wore them on the way up and all the studs fell out. So when we was coming down... <clears throat> We could see this squaddy who was obviously a lot fitter than us. He'd, he'd gone up and he was coming down again and he passed us. And when we was coming down, we could see him down the bottom and he, he was wave. We thought he was waving to us and we kept waving back. But what he was actually doing was telling us to, to move over to the left-hand side. But we didn't. We just persevered down the right-hand side, which was covered <laughs> in ice and snow. <laughs> and, and I just remember I stopped. And I was looking back up and I said, you're right, Dave. <laughs> just, just as I saw Dave go past me at the speed of light, 
sliding down, <laughs> trying really hard to, to flip over so you could dig dig your hands in, weren't you? And dig it, and yeah. it was just the the single funniest thing I've ever seen in in my life. And you you did eventually come to a stop, but about after about a two three hundred meter slide. <laughs> and literally just before that lip where it would have been quite a significant yeah. drop and yeah. and the it was just so funny we just both burst like out laughing didn't we and it, it, it was yeah. it was brilliant I loved it yeah, yeah. <laughs> very very close to death very very close to death I remember literally skidding on my arse past you I remember slamming my heels in my hands Shout myself, please stop, please stop. I flipped into the front. It wasn't working on my back. Tried digging my, my toes in and my hand. Still wouldn't stop. Flipped back over onto my back. Tried it again. That's yeah, when I, when I finally managed to get, get some 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 purchase but, and stopped. But yeah, it's yeah, absolutely terrifying. But hilarious. Exactly. And it's those moments that I miss. And it's those moments that you have more than ever in the army. And they they happen on such a regular basis that you almost pay lip service to it. And it's not until you're out, and here we are, you know, 15 years later, regaling uh, the stories of when we was in the army, and and that that was that was what five years ago, wasn't it, Dave? So um, I think mm. I just missed those times. I missed those kind of laughs, and and that's what I'm desperately trying to grab hold of again and just have a little bit more of. And and plus, you know, I, I hate. I hate the thought of being old and I hate the thought of not being able to do shit. <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> uh, I mean, don't forget, obviously in the military, it's a, you're in you regularly, whether you're adventure training or, or just normal training exercises or on operations, you know, you're, you're, you're in positions where there's a big group of you doing things which are hazardous or, or slightly risky, or, you know, hard yeah. in some way. Somebody invariably in that group is going to balls up. And that becomes hilarious because there's a, there's a big enough pool of people. The chances are, the odds are that somebody will end up hurting themselves or doing something stupid like, you know, sleeping down <laughs> on an ice crevasse or whatever it may be. But, to be, but in Sydney Street, the most, what I class as a, as, a, as a complicated scenario or something, something tricky is when one of my trains goes down and I have to find an alternate route to get yeah. into the place yeah, I want yeah. to get into, you know. It's 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 not it's not arduous. It's not challenging in anywhere near the same shape. And let's face it, if it's not dangerous, it's not going to be funny. <laughs> is it? That's true. That's true. <laughs> you know, no stand-up comedian ever started his sketch with. Do you know what? It was a tube strike <laughs> on Monday morning. It, it probably never happened, and no, never that, will. That's true. That's true. But I have got a quick question for you, Dave. So, hmm. as 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 a as a forty-something man now. How are you going to be able to take a, a twenty-something corporal, full corporal? Mm. I mean, you're you're um, you're you're really successful in what you've done. You've you've commanded um, a large team of highly trained operators, and you're now on a global basis, uh, like on the you're on a global level now, instructing around the world. How how are you going to be able to deal with um, a twenty-something corporal yelling at you? So I've thought of this long and hard. This was originally this was my um, um, uh, this was my first question. Whether on the fitness side of things, I was like, yeah, I'd be able to do it. When I first put this idea uh, forward to actually be something to consider, that was my 
that was my yes or no. Could I handle that? Not whether I'd yep. be fit enough. And I, I come to the conclusion that yes, I could handle it because one, or two reasons. One, because I think internally, rather than getting angry and thinking, I just want to headbutt you, <laughs> I'm gonna, internally, I'm going to be giggling. I think it's going to be more of a battle for me not to laugh at <laughs> in his face than it is because the worry, your first worry is, am I going to be able to keep my hands to myself? Am I going to end up losing my rag? I don't think that's going to be the case. I think it's going to be, am I, am I going to be able to not laugh at this guy? You know, So I'm 22, 23-year-old left school hasn't left the county in his life apart from on training exercises with the TA <laughs> he's got a high school and call of duty and now he's wearing you know now he's wearing the rifle's uniform with the cat badge and he thinks he's in his own mind he's he's rambling yeah. really and so he's, he's got some fat old reg, regs guy who we clearly stated we're not going to be at the same <laughs> level of fitness being a bit of a knacker being an ex-reg he's going to look at it thinking oh can I get some kudos here ragging the ex-reg yeah, you know, I mean, it's that that scenario is not out of the realms of of of, of likelihood, yeah. possibility. Um, I, I think honestly, I think I'm at an age now, and hopefully the maturity where I could look at that situation and think, rather than I want to headbutt you, you <laughs> silly little shod. <laughs> yeah, you know, I know. I was, I was thinking along exactly the same lines. I think back as a sixteen-year-old and you're eager to prove yourself as a man. If somebody's bellowing at you, then you, you yeah. immediately think. You've got to act hard. You've got to act in a certain way. Um, but mm-hmm. now I, I, I think this is where what we may lack in um, physical ability will more than make up for in, in experience and, and be able to just take a step back and say, okay, he's just doing his job. And if that is the case, then I certainly don't think I'll be at the point where I'm – I'm furious because he spoke to me in that way. I think I'll just see it as well as a necessary evil. And if he's got to make his point by shouting at me, then then so be it. And I think yeah. I'll 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 be fine with it. My, I, I it was definitely a concern of mine. Um, and like you, I had to give it some serious thought and consideration to whether I'd be able to cope with it. But I'm I'm I keep saying to myself is. Uh, I'm I'm a guest for those guys, and I, I want I want to be there. Um, so if if it gets to me that much, then we'll have to readdress it. <laughs> yeah, it shouldn't be there, and you have to walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Tail between your legs. Yeah. It would be really interesting. You see, you know, these all these fears, mm. all these worries, and all this self doubt. Have I? But I, I don't think, I, as we said on the phone recently, I, I don't think I haven't still got it in me. I think I quite easily turn that part of me back on that says, right, I'm chin strapped. I've had two hours sleep. That was in, 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 a, in a wet scratcher. You know, now I've got to get up and go and do this and do it full attention, you know, full gusto. I think I've definitely got that ability to switch yeah. that back on. I don't think it's ever going to leave. Um, you may be a bit sluggish in the beginning, but yeah, I don't think there's any problems out. The natural aggression side of it, is what I'm worrying about is whether I've actually got the reserves to sure. see me through. Uh, do you know what I mean? Say, say a six month tour. Have I got an, enough levels of natural aggression? Because I'm nowhere near as angry <laughs> and grumpy and uh, and motivated in that respect as when I as when I was when I was 17, 18. Because you're, you know, as a squad, the environment we were living in it is quite an aggressive yeah. testosterone filled environment. Whereas now I look at it, I think ah. 
mean, I'd, I'd, I'd much rather go and have a cup of tea with someone <laughs> than have a punch up, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, someone starts getting at me. I'm thinking, uh, you're a knob. Unless, of course, you prick my interest. <laughs> <laughs> In which case, yeah, it's still there and it's still there to the levels that it used to be. But it takes me a yeah. lot more to get Yeah, to. but I think that, that comes. Uh, uh, down to life experience, doesn't it? As well, where you can you can work out mm. what you need to be uh, on your A game for, and what other things you can just afford to think. Actually, you know what? It's it's not it's not worth me pursuing that anger on that particular issue because it's not going to achieve anything. Whereas as a young man, you're angry a lot of the time. Again, trying to prove your alpha status, and uh, certainly in an infantry battalion, it was very much. Um, you know, if you, you had to be that alpha to try and prove your your worth within the battalion, and now I, I I like to think that I'm able to to just stand back and let somebody else deal with that if they want to do it. Let they can crack on, <laughs> and then I'll I'll shake their hand afterwards and say well done. But you know, I'm not interested in in that. I, I literally, I'm I'm I think. Going right the way back to your original question, I think the main motivator factor is uh, just I want to have adventures and I want to have that feeling of belonging and camaraderie again. Um, it's a it's a shame you and I don't live a lot closer because I'd I'd love to love to share the experience with you, mate, um, and and just. <laughs> Careful what you wish for, mate. When you <laughs> two training, yeah, yeah, there's a very realistic chance I'll be looking at you from the wrong side of a, a shell scrape. <laughs> but I think, um, it, you know, I, one thing what I, I desperately miss, and I know you're the same, is is that feeling of close mates. I've, since I've been a civvy, I've only really got one one close mate, uh, like from Civvy Street. The rest are all squads. And uh, I think that says it all. Um, you, if if you're that way inclined, then civvies just don't have that same sense of adventure, and that's what I really miss. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely, mate. But how how are you finding the um, the recruiting process, mate? Is that yeah, simple? Fine. Yeah, yeah, like it. What well, other than the coronavirus <laughs> putting the kibosh on it? But no, I went down to the TA centre, uh, the Falls group. Bearing in mind, I walked in there with long hair, long, <laughs> long grey hair, and a big, really long beard. Um, Love it. <laughs> it was a 20, 24 year old full time TA, if yeah. that makes any sense, uh, uh, Falls group. And uh, to be honest, being infantry, I was expecting it to be quite, as you say, the alpha male thing. Um, my, my only my worry was my laid back matureness. I suppose I have would be mistaken for being a beta male rather than alpha male to a young army barmy guy. Um, but yeah, no, fully accommodating. The bloke was, the bloke was really down to earth. Yeah. I, I, I got, I got a good vibe from, from it as a whole, whether or not that's going to carry through to the entire unit. Yep. Couldn't tell you. Um, we'll find out at the time, but yeah, I suppose that really is, that hits, hits the nail on the head for me. Yeah, it's, it's not so much, well, I'm not going to be trying to prove myself to be the alpha male um, now. It's not wanting to be mistaken, my relaxedness, my my, my more mature mindset, whatever, for yeah. being a beta male um, by somebody that doesn't know better. That's, that's yeah, right. We'll see. I mean, 
it's not going to be long before we're in that position and we can find out if the TA is for us, whether A, we're, we're able to, to, to get the fitness levels up so we're not being that knacker, whether B, we get sure. along with it, whether, you know, a bunch of PlayStation generation um, uh, part-time soldiers are exactly that or whether they're actually decent guys, whether it's actually, you know, they're, they're whether or not they fit my uh my criteria yeah. do you know what i mean whether i my view of okay yeah, you can be ta but you have to be to a certain level but, um it, i'm gonna be judging them as see, much that's as a really good me. point mate as well i mean whether uh whether we can change our our perceptions as well so um i'm determined to go in with a completely open mind and and not um not expect too much of anything i've heard a lot of nightmare stories that since since we left how the regulars have changed and how how they're a lot different now and mm. i keep going back to the playstation generation and all this sort of stuff and my my old man head says oh they you know it's different in my day blah 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 blah. you know there's there's a very good chance i'm, I'm the one who needs to change i'm the one who needs to change my outlook on things and uh, it, hopefully um it is a, a, a way better standard than what i think that it was going to be um and whether i can keep up with that standard i think that's the main thing um it'd be really interesting to see how how it pans out and i'm sure when we speak again and, and we do another recording on this then uh it'll hopefully we'll we'll be in a lot deeper into the process and have some real-time experience of it and and then probably i'll be sitting here with my feet blistered up like mad and <laughs> deep heat everywhere super glue and on the table in front of you and I'll just be cursing the day you suggested going in the TA days <laughs> <laughs> thanks so much mate <laughs> yeah for the record this is also the, the guy that, that signed me up for two one well, maybe that wasn't such a bad idea now was it Dave you'd have been in now <laughs> <laughs> yeah, time will that, tell that was that. 10 years ago we were fit we would have flown through then mate but anyway we shall see yeah <laughs> yeah yeah it'd be really interesting like i say to see to revisit this conversation in in two three months time whatever the coronavirus uh, absolutely takes mate. it to be it'd be very interesting to see what what the reality has 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 come from, from compared to our fears our, our worries our concerns yeah i think uh if we can yeah, almost document it, and then uh, just and it might be a benefit to somebody else who's in the same boat as us. So I'm sure there's, I'm sure there's many guys mm-hmm. out there who are, who are considering it as well. Um, we we can't be the only the only yeah. two lunatics. <laughs> yeah, idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your fault. Cool. All right. Well, thank you very much for your thoughts, Dave. Thank you. Thank you very much. It's uh, it, it's been quite interesting seeing where my head is and seeing where your head is it's, it seems like we're both pretty much the same um yeah. thought process yeah well thank thanks ever so much mate i really enjoyed chatting about it and getting your getting your views on things as well it's kind of put my mind at rest as well knowing that we are having that same thought process so yeah thanks mate yeah. no, brilliant thank you very much well uh, i look forward to speaking to you again in, <laughs> know, three months yeah, yeah. good luck by the way good luck <laughs> I'll see yeah, you in that show group. <laughs> Dixie's Corner in Brooklyn. See you there. Lovely. <laughs>
<laughs> See you, mate. Cheers, Bye for now. Take Bye. care, mate. Take care. Bye. Right. Well, thank you very much for listening to that. Um, I hope it was useful. I hope it was interesting. Uh, we will try and put another one together very soon, uh, but we'll definitely put one together at the end uh, once we've finally joined the TA and see how the two the two conversations combine. Okay. Thanks very much. Take care.